Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls. Welcome back to Season 3. We have a special guest with us, former Terra employee, now grown up and is a teacher, our friend Brennan. Hi, Brennan. Hey, y'all. It's good to be here. Yeah, Yeah. thank you so much for coming. Yeah, we're glad to be finally interviewing you. I feel like we had on our list everyone (laughs) from our uh, staff from last year. Uh And we got through Asher, and we got through Olivia, and then we finally got to Brennan. Yeah, right when it was my turn, I was like, bye. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) We won't let you go so easily. We will bring him back from uh, next career to be on the Terror Girls podcast. So thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we get into the real stuff, we have some warm-up questions. Mm -hmm. So we want to get you warmed up a little bit. Some related to running, some not at all. Okay. Yeah, most not at all, I think, really. (laughs) So, for instance, question number one, if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yeah, easy. I would um, probably do... Nella's Tacos. Um, If anyone's been to Nella's here in town, it's my my wife, Briley, and I. It's our favorite spot to go. We just went there for her birthday this weekend. um, And they have a soup that they only do on Saturdays, pozole. um, Mm. And it is so good. It's a great deal. It's gotten pricier recently, but that's true at all restaurants in the area. Um, And so it's this really big bowl of, like, chili broth. And then it's got really tender pork in it, um, hominy. And then it comes with, like, these, like, warm corn tortillas and cilantro um, and lime to add. Uh, That all sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah, like, this is a suggestion to y'all to go try the pozole. We're going to do that. I, I love Nella's. I've tried to ask them if I can buy the T-shirts that the employees wear yeah. to rep them, and they say no. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, but that would probably be my meal that I would do. Yeah, great. I love that. Yeah, so if you're in the Cleveland area, visit Check Nellis. out Nella's. Yeah. All right, number two, dogs or cats? Ooh, um, cats still. My wife and I have a dog, but it was uh-huh. her dog before we got married. And I, and I love this dog. Uh, Willie, you know that I love you. It's, it's taken a while to get there. <laughs> Is she a Terror Girls listener? Yeah, no, she is at times, and so we don't think she understands at all what's going on. Oh. But she doesn't understand at all what's going on with us, too. Um, but She'll hear her name in Perk. Yeah, up. we yeah. have, like, five or six cats that live around our house, like, uh-huh. just kind of stray cats, um, and Briley's taken to feeding them, um, and so she's slowly trying to coax them into our house. Oh. And so, That's the know. first step. Yeah. That's the first step cats. to being a cat lady. Yeah, yes. exactly. She's on her way. Yep. But I grew up with cats, so cats. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, tell us what shoe you are currently running in. Yes, I am still, I'm still, I should probably get some new shoes. I'm in the New Balance 880. Mm. We know a place. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but a, a place that used to be a lot cheaper for me, but not as much anymore. Oh, yeah, very no. That's what you get for uh, leaving. Well, you know, but Bradley got new shoes this weekend. Oh, good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and she also got 880s. Oh, so, that's so, so mine are starting to wear down, but it's... To me, it's about as versatile a daily trainer uh-huh. as you can get. Yeah. Um, and then I've just always liked New Balance. So yeah. that's what I've got right now. Great. How would your friends describe you? Oh, my friends. Um, yeah, this is important. Friends versus strangers or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I would say that my friends say that I, I'm too wordy, that I like will talk too much <laughs> and try to um, like delve into to big ideas too soon. But I also think that they would say that I'm a very receptive listener mm-hmm. um, and that I'm very committed to my friends um, and that I'm pretty goofy, uh, that I really enjoy kind of that flip-flop in an evening between like very um, like rich and, and tender and, and deliberate conversation, um, but then also like I hope somebody makes a fart joke during the evening uh, <laughs> and that like, things loosen up a little bit. So uh, I think that's how I sum it up. I'll let them decide. Yeah. I, I like it. it. I feel like it's people who hopefully I would consider you a friend. I think yes. that's accurate. 
think that's accurate. Thank you. Tim. Yeah, me too. You're welcome. Okay, what is the coolest place you've ever run? Oh. Or where? Where is yeah. the coolest place you've mm-hmm. ever run? Mm, this is a great question. I feel like I, there's probably other ones that would come to mind, but I'm going to go with what comes to mind first since we were all together is when we did our 5K yes. in Texas Ooh. at the, yeah. the, the running event at TRE because uh-huh. um, we were on – what track? It was some sort of – The Circuit of the Americas. Yep. Yes, it the was Circuit a, of the Americas. Yeah, um, Speedway. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so that was just a very um, – like unforgettable experience, yeah, you know, it was. and it was very so unique. and it was really fun. Uh-huh. And Asher and I were like, "We're gonna run this fast," and yep. then he like kicked my butt because <laughs> that was like a five k PR for him, uh-huh. so it was a good time for him. And remember, they had those um, breakfast burritos afterwards. Yes. Oh yeah, I had, like ten of them. Uh, that was like the best part of the trip <laughs> for me, you know. And so I don't remember eating the breakfast. That yeah. wasn't a memorable part for me at all. It's funny what you remember about like you the don't same remember thing. that. I mean, now I do, but I would never have said like I loved that race because of the breakfast. The breakfast burritos. burritos yeah. yeah. So I'm sure I've run in some like beautiful natural areas you know mm-hmm. like I know I have but that comes to mind is very memorable yeah. and we all shared that together it so. was fun that was really good mm-hmm. we also tried to run fast um, what I remember about that race is the banks it, like the road was banked because yeah. it's a racetrack mm-hmm. and so you're like leaning to the right for a while and then <laughs> yeah. you're like leaning to the left and oh, I know. <laughs> we sure weren't going that fast so yeah. and there were some really fast people there I think yeah. the win, like the guy went around like he like almost broke 14 and so wow. like that was probably the fastest race I've ever actually been yeah. in a yeah. sense you know it was a race at a like trade show for retail running stores yes. right. so it's a bunch of people that clearly like running enough that that's yeah. their career yeah. <laughs> yep. yep that was fun yeah all right. Well, let's get into the bulk of the interview. Mm-hmm. So, like we mentioned, you you used to work at Terra, so mm-hmm. you're a big part of the Terra story. And yeah, it's, we're finally getting to interview you, so mm-hmm. we're super excited about that. Um, but first, let's back it up a little bit. Yeah. And can you tell us and tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? So I'm I'm East Tennessee native. Um, Knoxville is where I was born. Grew up there my whole life until I came to Lee for school. So mm-hmm. like lots of people in Cleveland, I was a transplant from going to Lee. I have always been a runner and probably running the least right now than I ever have been. But part of that's probably new job and new yep. circumstances yep. and just new levels of busyness. Uh, and so, but always been a runner, ran very seriously in high school, had an awesome coach and awesome team, but he trained us super hard and just got like super burnt out. And mm. so I like took the summer off for running, just did like a bunch of yoga that summer, felt a lot mm. better and then came and ran at the, not for the team, but just like casually, there was a Lee running group for a while that I was pretty involved with. Um, and then while I was at Lee, um, kind of thought, oh, I'll be here for a little while. I, I studied English literature and TESOL as well, yeah. so teaching English. So I was that typical Lee student who's like, oh, I'm going to come to Cleveland for four years. And then if I leave and I, you know, I don't have a wife or I don't have something tying me down, I'm going to go off to another country and try to teach English. Um, and then just really started to enjoy living in Cleveland. And then around the time I was graduating, a lot of my friends, I realized, were going to kind of settle down in the area. Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking, I think I'd really like another three months, six months, year here. Um, and so then that's when I started, like, thinking about, like, well, what would I do here for the time being? I was like, a gap year would be nice from work, uh, or for, not from work, from school. And yeah. so I reached out. To, I got, well, Brittany and I went to church together. Or still go mm-hmm. to church together. And then our mutual friend, Bill, who's a professor uh, at Lee, he, I think we had, oh, we had dinner at Bill's house. That mm-hmm. was like the first time we actually spent I think time he, um I think together. now looking back, he set us up. Yeah, I think he like think orchestrated he, it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, come to dinner, Brittany. Yeah, come yeah. To, dinner, come to dinner. Yeah, he set us up on like a blind work date. Yeah, a blind work date. And <laughs> exactly. he was like, so you guys like, like each other? Well, Brendan's looking for a job. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And Brendan always used to tell people that he didn't, 
interview, right? Or you didn't apply. Like I, I went after you. <laughs> yeah, that is right. This, this is just continues the like the dating parallels or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> where that is true. You, you emailed me and said, "Hey, Brennan." Heard you might be interested in a job where uh-huh. you should come in and interview. So I'd never okay. even reached out, but yeah, so you emailed me. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, sure. And then I came by. But what's funny is to get one back on me is I told you like, hey, I'm probably going to stay through the summer, mm-hmm. maybe through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, you never know. People say that and then mm-hmm. they stay for one year, two yeah. years. And then I I take anything a college student says about their future with a grain of salt. Yeah. I'm right, like, yeah, so. sure, you're going to move. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Let yeah. me know when you move. Yeah. You know? so you, you were spot on. <laughs> maybe but. I said it nicer than that. <laughs> yeah. No. But so that, that's a little bit of background. I'm sure I could say some other things, but that kind of brings me up to Tara time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if one of the questions was about how I came to Tara, but... Uh, yeah, it was, you, but, <laughs> but that's perfect. That was that was exactly what we're looking for. So um, you started running before high school, it sounds like. Yeah. You, you've kind of been running just forever. I guess I'm still curious, though. How did that start? Was that just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to run for my school, or yeah, did you have yeah. siblings? No, this is or? a great question. So I... Yeah, so my siblings both run. My sister's only ever run I say casually, but she's also done, like, multiple marathons yeah. and things like that. Like, she's a big runner, but she never ran competitively. For me, I was never a very athletic kid or was not very coordinated. I think maybe I would have had the chance to be, but I got discouraged so easily. Mm-hmm. And so, and my brother, who I love very much, but when I was younger, I was always very envious of him because he was such a natural athlete. So I think I would just be grumpy because I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not as good as Evan is at soccer or basketball or baseball. But I probably just wasn't, like, working hard enough to just stick with it and get good. But... Um, running was just something that from the start, I wasn't great at it, but in middle school, I was like, oh, I'll try it. And it felt like something I could do. I've got the right build for it. Mm-hmm. And so in middle school, I just kind of persisted through, kind of got into it. Our middle school didn't even have a cross-country team, so I would just run unattached at mm-hmm. the meets Oh wow! and started getting really into it and was never very fast in middle school. But then the high school that I went to in Knoxville, Hardin Valley Academy, the coach there, Brian Brown, who's now, I think, the athletic director for all of Knox County schools. So he's really made his way up, mm-hmm. um, had a reputation of running a really good program. And my brother, funnily enough, as good of an athlete as he was, chose to run in high school because he loved it so much, but it was easily his worst sport. Uh, <laughs> or not his worst, but like of all the ones that yeah. he wanted to do. Yeah. And so for me, it was like the only sport I was ever like better than him. Uh, and, and so, which we love to run together now. But so I think for me, just like I was excited to find something that I yeah. felt like I was talented at in my parents were really encouraging and my brother was also very encouraging he was like oh yeah man he was like he's like beat all my time like like he was so excited about that and then in high school the summer between eighth grade and freshman year we had summer training and it was like so intense I went from running maybe like a few times a week to I think coach being like all right you're gonna hit like 50 60 miles a week by the end of the summer and so it was a steep learning curve Uh Um, but it really helped put me into shape and so I I was very happy with my high school career I ran times that I don't think I would have run if I had gone to another high school. Yeah. Um, and so I, and then I just really enjoyed, I mean, all the stereotypes about cross-country teams in high school being goofy and doing, I mean, we would do things like, you know, we would run to the Wendy's that was two miles away and you would order a junior cheeseburger and a Frosty and then see who could run back without throwing up or things like that. So like, <laughs> we like still had fun and yeah. did like goofy things while still like being serious. And so, so that was a great experience. Um, so I think that just embedded running for me. So even mm-hmm. when I decided at the end of high school, I don't want to do it competitively. And I think at best, I would have maybe been like a solid D2 runner. You mm-hmm. know, I was never going to be um, a Christian Noble, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that, local legend. Um, but but then going coming to Lee, I ran pretty consistently throughout Lee and, and did races and things like that. So I've always mm-hmm. kept it up. But now it's just more like a, a fun passion side hobby, very much mm-hmm. a low hobby right now. But I hope for it to come back. Yeah. Up again. I always am so interested in how different people got into running. And I feel like it's usually like 
you did it in school, kind of your mm-hmm. siblings ran or and you ran or vice versa, and you kind of just continued, or you were like the adult onset runner. And then you're like, oh, that's a good way to kind of stay active. And, uh-huh. I, and I think now, I mean, there was the whole like jogging or running boom in the mm-hmm. 70s people talk about. But I presume now, I mean, especially with yeah. social media, it's like even having a podcast like mm-hmm. this or yeah. having the way that Terra Shock can get advertised. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like, I think people can see running in such a much, like a more attractive light. They're like, oh, it's social, it's yeah. fun, yeah. things like that. So I imagine, and then there was the whole COVID running boom too. Like yeah. I would imagine running numbers are like higher than ever. Yeah. yeah. I think it's important to, you know, we always, I always try to point this out to new runners that if you talk to anyone who's been running for years, you will eventually kind of go through seasons that you don't run as much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important, you know, for for a really good example of you pointing out that, you know, this is a season where you have a new job and a new wife and you're busy. And so you're not running as much, but it's always going to be a part of your life. Yes. Like that doesn't mean you aren't a runner. No, that's a good um, point. You're always going to come back to it mm-hmm. eventually. So yeah, I, I think that's that. that's great. I have many of those too. Yeah. Um, so what's your favorite kind of run now that you're just like a, you oh, know, uh-huh. weekend warrior like the rest <laughs> no, of us? Very, um, truly. <laughs> trail, yeah. road. Yes. With people, mm-hmm. with your dog, by yourself. Yeah, I, was, I have really grown to love running with Willa. It's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Um, so for everyone listening, Willa is my wife's dog, now our dog, mm-hmm. um, who is crazy. She's just about to turn three, so she started to calm down a little bit. Um, <laughs> but so I've grown to r- enjoy running with her more. I mean, I would say now, I I still love... The, the type of run I do most often now would be trail running with Briley, with mm-hmm, my wife. Yeah. And so that's, we, we really are weekend warriors where usually like if we run, it's like on the weekend, we'll be mm-hmm. like, man, we did not run all week, you yeah. know? And then we'll go to, to Enterprise Trails or to Johnston and uh-huh. then bring Willa. Why don't you, because Enterprise has a great dog park now. Yes. Just, have you oh, been with big. Rocky? Yeah, yeah. no, I, he's, he's not allowed to be at dog parks anymore. Oh, um, uh, yeah. He's a grumpy old man, yeah. but I've run past it. It's mm-hmm. massive. Yeah, it's really big. I think it's uh-huh. like a full acre, but they want to expand it to like four acres. Yeah. Incredible. How cool. So we did that like a month ago. Um, Yes, so trails and then, I mean, typically with Briley, we'll probably do like three or four miles. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite sort of run would still be like Terra Trot, like big group Mm -hmm. runs, Um, especially like the demo runs on the trail where it's like people are moving together and you've got different paces. I really love environments where people feel at ease running different paces and things like that Mm -hmm. since I'm not thinking so much about time. You know, I hope one day to try to run a fast, a really fast 5K or a fast marathon again. Uh But like right now, I'm much more interested um, in like those sorts of group social runs. Love it. Yeah. There's such an art, those uh, group runs. Uh I feel like as as the store has hosted a group run the past like, what, two years now? Mm You always want everyone at every pace to feel comfortable right? Uh-huh. and for it to be social and people to meet each other. But mm-hmm. it's like that balance of yeah. want the fast people to be happy, yeah. uh-huh. the slower people to be happy, and no one to feel stressed about what right. someone else is doing. Yep. Yes. And I always have to go into a group run like that or a demo run where we have like a brand bring shoes for us all to demo with a kind of a different mindset, right? You're not going to make that like your workout of the week. You're right. not going to make that like your fastest run, right? Yeah. You're just like there to be there. Yeah, to um, connect with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always try to, you know, just go into that with a little bit of a different yeah, that's mindset. Great. Yeah, and you've made such a good space with that, which I mean, I've, and I feel fortunate because TerraTrot started the summer that I started working at mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Terra. So uh-huh. it's, it's been fun to see it grow yep. and then and even to be away now and it just be hotter than ever. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's so good. All right, well, we've mentioned it. Um, but you have a new job now as, yeah. a, as a teacher um, at one of our local schools, Cleveland Middle. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us just kind of how that's been? Because teaching's hard <laughs> enough, but 
for, I mean, I was never a teacher. Brittany was a teacher, but I, I feel like somehow all my close friends are teachers yes. or mm-hmm. were teachers. So I hear it's pretty difficult. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that the first bit. the first year is kind of something yeah. else. So yeah, I've heard too. How you how you doing? Tell <laughs> I, tell the listeners how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I I'm very worn, uh, very worn down. Um, but I, I think that's standard. Yeah. You know, like uh-huh. I I. I feel like everyone can say, like in college, I was like, oh, I'm so tired, you know, and then <laughs> uh, and everyone's like, well, you'll really know what being tired feels like once you graduate, you know, uh-huh. things like that. So there's always like, like, I'm sure I'll feel more tired, you know, once I have kids. Just wait you know, till you're in your 30s. Or in your 30s, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Switch your old like us. Yeah. You'll be real. So, you'll know what touch now. Yes. I, so, I think there is nothing tired like teaching tired. Really? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have worked longer hours owning the running store than I ever did teaching. But the intensity of teaching and the being on mm-hmm. is like nothing else. That's the biggest thing I've heard. Because I think there was part of like I don't want to I think my instinct is to be like, oh, like I'm not as tired as other people. Like I'm yeah. like I've got it easy. It's not bad. And because it's a great job, it's right. a great it's a great school. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so like that's a big thing. Like and that's kind of another story of like ending up at Cleveland Middle. Like I felt very um privileged to be there because yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's respected in the area. There's a lot of good teachers. But talking to other teachers and people who used to be teachers, mm-hmm. talking about that, having to be on the mm-hmm. whole time, you know. Well, and then compared to coming from, no offense, from a store like Tara, yeah. which was so much fun, you know, yeah. but the sort of job that like, I mean, talk about a job that I didn't take home at all. Or if I took yeah. home, it was only in the best ways, you know. Yes. It was yeah, like, yeah. ooh, I can't wait to like go do this event or something yeah. like Try that. Try these shoes at home. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. never a sap on my energy, you yeah. know. And so, and and thinking back to being like, oh, I've got to get up for the half marathon at like 5.30, uh-huh. but now I get up at like 5 every day. You know? <laughs> so, like, those sorts of changes. Yes. And so I was so spoiled yeah. um, in a lot of ways. And so, so that being said, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, to f- first year of teaching uh, is very tough. I feel kind of underwater every day, but I've got really good coworkers, uh, mm-hmm. and obviously I love my kids. Yeah. Um, and it's it's new territory for me. I So I studied, like I said, English literature in undergrad, but I wasn't in education track. And so I have no student teaching experience. I kind of just kind of got thrown into the wilderness. I'm doing a um, concurrent degree at Lee that kind of helps me get my certification as I do it. But all my teaching experience before was in ESL, and I'm a ELA, uh, English language arts teacher now. Um, and so, so the learning curve is steep every day. Uh, it's like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do that, or I don't know how to do this, or like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But I've got very gracious coworkers, um, and I really enjoy the people that I work with. So that's made things a lot easier. That's great. That's great. I'm sure you're doing a really great job. Yep. I can only imagine. But we're very proud of you. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, just know that you have a really a great, great heart for people. And mm-hmm. I think that's Thank what's uh, really important as a teacher. So I'm Absolutely. sure you're doing great, even though I'm sure you're exhausted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love to see, like, you know, the the position that I'm in with hiring mostly college-age students mm-hmm. is success is them moving on, right? Yeah. Besides Tiff, who <laughs> yeah, I had here a, forever. <laughs> I had a whole other career before yeah. coming to you. Yep. But generally, you know, the part-time workers that come to me in college or right after, you know, the plan is for them to fly the nest at yeah. some mm-hmm. point. And so I have loved seeing you kind of grow from college to post-grad to figuring out what you want to do and, um, yeah, just walking alongside you that whole way. And yeah. Tara being a good... You know, I think for a lot of people, it's been a good, you know, you you can get used to it and you can grow up there and then, yeah. you know, we'll always be your friend after. Yeah. So I want to know, 
Have you had any moments inside or outside the classroom where you have gotten to use your random, super niche running store slash shoe knowledge? (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like we have this just like really intense, deep knowledge of super weird things, like working in the running store. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Have you, if if coworkers asked you shoe questions, have you been able to offer advice? Yeah. So what's funny is, yes, a little bit. Some people have asked me advice and then we have... There's a teacher at Cleveland Middle who's one of our pretty consistent customers. Mm-hmm. I don't. Can I say? I guess there's no privacy issues or anything like that. <laughs> you can I don't say think it'd be Sarah Bryson, uh-huh. uh, yeah. who she's like our tech coordinator. Uh-huh. And so she. So for the listeners who don't know, Tiff's very good friend. Yes. I, I dare I say even best friend. I don't know. Yes. Actually, right? she I is. assume so. Um, Hannah. Uh, she is a teacher at Cleveland Middle School as well. She's a Spanish teacher, and so Hannah's the main person I knew yep. when I started uh-huh. working there. But Hannah told me that when I first kind of came to like showed up for like teacher training or first day Sarah was like is that the guy from the running store <laughs> and she was like yes and she was like why is he here I want him to help me out with shoes like she was so very warm words from Sarah it sounds like she had good experiences with Aww. me and Sarah uh, and Hannah was like no 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 like he should be here or whatever but and, and so Sarah has and then since Sarah has joked to me about always being sad that she goes to the store that's, uh, and you're not there and, yeah that's and funny. I'm not there but glad that I'm at Cleveland Middle and so in that sense I guess I, the job skills I haven't transferred over but my um, your reputation and yeah. precedes you what yeah. I have learned is is we get a lot of Cleveland City schools people who shop at Terra because uh-huh. when I've gone to like countywide or sorry citywide events or like district events, I recognize so many people, mm-hmm. and so like I'm like there's like this oddly intimate thing yeah. where I've just I've seen all of your feet, you know, right. like that's it. I've touched some of your feet, you yeah. know. I I've I, seen how some of y'all dress on the weekends. Yeah. And I don't know. I what know what size you wear. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I know if you're kind of grumpy. You yeah. Know? I know. How, I know how you treat retail workers. Yeah. You know, things like that. Exactly. And so, the inside scoop. No. It's so. That's great. So there's all that. I think if only thing the only thing I could say in terms of skills that have transferred over is I feel like being in a running store, like working in a running store, teaches you. How, it's not. I mean, it is. It can be small talk, but there's like a way to try to talk to people to make them feel at ease while they're doing something that sometimes is uncomfortable or new for them or they feel embarrassed about, especially new runners. And so I sometimes think that the way I learned how to talk to people at the store or like how I would change the way I would talk because I, I didn't like put on a yeah, face, yeah. but it did. Mm-hmm. I, it made me kind of attuned to more things. I've like noticed that even when like talking to parents about certain yeah, things, yeah. you know, like talking to people who are like concerned about something. Oh, I'm concerned about my kid. Yeah, it's like people coming like, oh, I'm concerned about my feet. You know, yeah. uh, something about that way of like receiving people's problems mm-hmm. um, on a very small scale, obviously not yeah. like an actual counselor or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, but that's, still, that's kind of the difference between good customer service and being able to connect with people mm-hmm. um, on a human level that like, I understand you, you know, we'll do what I, we can. We're on the same team. Kind of that attitude toward mm-hmm. people, I think definitely translates. Yeah. Okay. So not only do you have a new fancy job, but you also have uh, an even bigger transition that happened over the yeah. summer. You got, you and Briley got married. Yes, we did uh-huh. get married. So I, just a lot of new things going mm-hmm. on for you. And you kind of mentioned this a little bit, but how have you kept running, I guess, a part of your routine? Or have you kept running a part of your routine? Like, what does that look like with all these life transitions? Yes, with all these changes that have happened. Yes, that's earlier when you said new job and new <laughs> wife. It almost made it sound like I would like, moved on from another wife or something like that. You know? <laughs> Since I moved on from an old so job sorry. to a new job. Yeah. <laughs> new job, no, new wife. Not offended. New yeah, dog. No, not at all. So for all the listeners to know, Bradley is my first wife. Uh, <laughs> but, but, all, but all that to say, yes, Tiff. So, yeah, so running has... 
I will say running is no longer, we still run, but it's not like routinized in the way that it used to be. And so, and that's actually something we like talk about. We're like, man, we just don't run as much as we used to. And so it's not like something we like deliberately want to be the case. We do a lot more long walks now. And I think sometimes kind of what you were talking about, Brittany, is like, we're both aware, like, oh, you know, exercise, like endorphins will help reduce stress, things like that. But she also has been working in social work sphere, yeah. you know, doing case managing um, for the state. And so, like, foster care system, things like that. So her job, like, her hours can be really long and tiring. Yeah. And so we have, at least for this period, have kind of turned to, like, long walks will be, like, our way to unwind. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we'll actually see Terra Trap pretty yeah. often, I think, while we're yeah. uh, walking Willa. And so we'll try to go for, like, you know, 45-minute hour walk. So it's not even always necessarily lack of time because we'll still try to put time aside for something like that but just being so worn out i know that sometimes we'll be like oh it'll just be nice to go for a walk mm-hmm. and to unwind that yeah. way and so but i think with briley buying a new pair of shoes this week and that was like for her like a move towards like okay we got to start doing this more consistently yeah. mm-hmm. um and things like that and i've been thinking okay time to get a new pair of shoes as well my 80s are getting pretty worn mm-hmm. and so hopefully as we find some more rhythm and routine between new jobs and then yeah just getting used to living with because it's a whole different sort of roommate situation you know I've lived with roommates since I was you know I've lived with roommates the last seven years of my life but it's a very different roommate situation Mm -hmm. you know Um, and so I think even that figuring out there's like almost that sense of like I think this is a healthy thing for couples to figure out it's like oh I want to go for a run, but also, like, we haven't seen each other much mm-hmm. this week. And so that's, like, time we're not spending together. So if, like, she's not in the mood to run and so things like that or vice versa. Um, and so I think that's something that just, like, the longer we'll get married, we'll probably be less sentimental about those sorts of things. It'll be, all right, mm-hmm. you know, see you, honey, I'm going to go run, <laughs> that sort of thing. Where now it can be kind of more like, well, no, like, we haven't seen each other. So mm-hmm. let's, like, go walking if we're not going to go run. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it's it's just that whole thing about balance mm-hmm. and just what is healthy for you right now. Mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. healthy to go on a long walk and unwind and de-stress and connect? I mean, that's probably more healthy maybe than sprinting and mm-hmm. trying to improve your 5K time. Like, <laughs> But sometimes maybe it is more healthy yeah. to go mm-hmm. off and by yourself and clear your head yes. or yep. even sleep. So it's, yeah. all, yeah, it's all interconnected. Yeah, and, well, yeah. and I'm glad you mentioned long walks is like a way to connect because walks are a great place for us to kind of unpack our day uh-huh. too and like kind of let if you go for a walk it's like we'll like have that period where like we just kind of get quiet for a while and we don't say anything and then it's like something will come and it can be mm-hmm. something good that comes yeah. up or it can be something like difficult to talk mm-hmm. about so like versus like running would be really good for our bodies but you might just come back even more tired and then mm-hmm. you don't talk totally. as much Absolutely. where walks yeah. will be a good time for us to also like unwind from the day yeah and talk and i think running as like seasons change in your life, I think being intentional about running mm-hmm. is really important. And I found that the people who have the best relationship with running are doing it intentionally, not mm-hmm. because, well, I run every day. Like, yeah. so yeah. deal with it, you know, yeah. or I'm burning the candle at both ends because I'm still trying to run as many miles yep. as I yeah, did yeah. when I didn't have this demanding mm-hmm. job. But now I do. So just being intentional about mm-hmm. it, I think, sounds yeah. like what you guys are doing. Yeah. No, I hope so. Because Riley has this mindset of not just like, oh, we just need to run because we should be running. It's like, oh, I right. miss running and I want to be yeah, running yeah, So yeah, it's kind of thinking about like, okay, how do we get back into the sort of routines that mm-hmm. we'd like to do? All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Brennan. We are excited to finally have you on the podcast, even though it took your whole Tara career and more to get you on. (laughs) So before we finish up, we want we always ask our guests um, if you could give us some advice or our listeners some advice. So, Brennan, what advice would you give to a new runner Mm -hmm. and to a seasoned runner? Ooh, Okay. Yeah. Advice I would give to any new runner is to go talk to your local running store before Ooh, you advice. do anything yeah. else. It's a great so, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. 
And so I'm not paid to say that. I'm not. They're, they're, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, in the past. Yeah, that's true. I can name any running store in the area. You know. <laughs> no, but go, go see everyone at Terra. Go see. Uh, Oh, what are we talking? Dara, Jared, and Sarah. Yeah. All the, uh, the rhyming names <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, all the uh, new people. Uh, Tara. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the wonderful new people. But that really is, I think, I, the advice. So to me, the, the wisdom of going to a local running store is under kind of the higher wisdom of not rushing into things. And so not buying into fads and not buying into – because the wonderful thing about social media is there's so much good advice that you can find on there um, and so many good directions and inspiration to go running. But it can also – set a bar too high, which I know y'all talked about recently on an episode mm-hmm. in terms of like like mental health and running, yeah. you know, and Strava and performance um, and, you know, kind of feeling uncomfortable in your own body at your own pace. I mean, so that's definitely a component, but also just seeing, just being overwhelmed by the amount of brands that are out there and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so like Tara's got a good selection of stuff, but it's the right size enough store to where it's not overwhelming when you go in. Mm-hmm. And so I think being okay to like miss out on all the options you know and so like that feeling where you go into a grocery store and it's like overwhelming because there's so many and i know people can feel that even at Terra because it's like oh i've not run before and there are so many shoes mm-hmm. but kind of helping you ease into things and being like well actually just start out with some shoes start out with something simple mm-hmm. um and so i think my advice would be certainly to go slowly into it and then like any hobby like some people will kind of go into a hobby like head first and dive into it and i think that can be good for some personality types, but I think with any hobby, it's good to kind of approach it bit by bit um, so you don't get burned out by it, especially with something like running. Um, and so, and then make sure that you, I think, are intentional about what you're doing with running. And so, whether that's you are doing it for social reasons or with some sort of goal in mind, I think that's always going to be helpful. So, that would be advice for a new runner. I would say for seasoned runners, and this isn't going to apply to everyone because some people already do this. I think back to when I was in high school and how. What's funny is I think towards the end of high school, I thought about doing this more deliberately. But early on, it was just because I got so annoyed with running with, like, wired uh, earbuds. Because I think that I was running in high school around the time that maybe AirPods came Mm -hmm. out. But it may have been after I graduated high school. And so running with headphones could feel like such a pain or, like, Mm -hmm. they just weren't as nice, the wireless. And then I probably just didn't have the allowance to buy them. Mm -hmm. So I did so many long runs. I mean, 13, 14-mile runs with just nothing, no sound Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And I think back and I'm like, that was probably really healthy for my mind and my body in a way that I didn't realize at mm-hmm. the time. And so so I'm sure some listeners, season runners, you already do that and use that time. But I think running along with something like biking or swimming are such good sports to be able to move away from noise and actually be mm-hmm. in some good silence for a while. Um, especially I know people talk about using running to process through things and things like that. So that, that's nothing new at all. But I would encourage any seasoned runner who finds themselves either like turning to some sort of stimulation because they've, you know, are just getting tired of, you know, trudging through the miles. And I get it's different if you're doing marathon training and you're having to do so many long miles. Like, obviously, I'm no stoic. Like, you know, I love listening to a good podcast or an audiobook while running or something like that. But I would say, like, don't forget the ability that, like, running has to really make you attuned to your body, to your mind, um, to your emotions, all those things that are there. Um, and don't discount the goodness of a uh, run with a friend in total silence too because I miss that in high school as well of like going to run with a buddy and we run like 10 miles and we say like a few words the whole time or mm-hmm. something like that and so I think it's like it's harder and harder to find spaces where you can just be quiet for a while and that there's not much pressure to like be consuming something or thinking about something so running's a really good area to do that. Mm-hmm. Great advice that's really good advice and a- another challenge I do think mm-hmm. that that's difficult especially if you've got a long run on the 
calendar, it can feel a little yeah. daunting. So yeah. it doesn't have to be like every run, but you know, it's like every fourth long run, you know, it's like just go silent. Yeah. And, anyway. and if it's a challenge, like what about it is a challenge? You yeah. know, like if you start to get antsy or bored, like yeah. what about it makes it so hard? Yeah. Well, and I find it's, it can be a little bit easier because I think it's good even to be silent for periods of time during the day while doing nothing. But I'm like, what's well, easier at least to me to be like sitting for 10 minutes quietly in a room, uh-huh. not doing anything is like so hard to do now. Like I'm so mm-hmm. used to having to do something for work or being on my phone or being with people. So doing that's hard enough. But to me, running is a good way to move towards mm-hmm. being comfortable with those sorts yeah. of things because mm-hmm. you're at least doing something while sure. you're. Yeah. Really good advice. Yeah. All right. So our final app question, last question on the yes. interview. You can take this however you want. <laughs> um, one year from now, what do you hope you will have accomplished? In the next year, I hope to have accomplished a little over a full year of marriage to Riley and that within this next year, we have done some sort of really brand new thing together. That's something that we've talked about. Uh, and we toss around ideas all the time. And I feel like all the time couples or friends are like, oh, we like we should go do this thing together or, or do that thing together. And so I think even for us, accomplish something new, if that means like we train for the same half marathon or the marathon together, I think just doing a, some sort of bigger achievement like that that we both work towards would be a really sweet thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so so we'll check back in a year, see what that accomplishment yeah, is. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's something smaller than a marathon or a half okay. marathon. Um, <laughs> you, you go know. home, Briley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I committed on error. So yeah. we're now running a marathon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, exactly. No, that's so, great. Yeah, and then I, I think the other thing would be just to hope Briley and I ask ourselves all the time, like, will we be in Cleveland another year? Or, like, where mm-hmm. will we go next? You know, because we don't have any... We don't have any bad reason to leave Cleveland, but mm-hmm. we're like, oh, is there a good reason to go somewhere else? And yep. those are things that we're discussing all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I hope to have greater clarity about that in a mm-hmm. year. So either have to accomplish a move um, or two, which actually interesting that you're asking us around this time. We're about to resign our lease uh, on our house that we rent mm-hmm. um, here, like at the end of October. Mm-hmm. So really around this time next year probably would yeah. be like, you know, the time that we would be transitioning or something like that. Well, so. you can't leave the house yet. The cats need you. Yes, exactly. It's true. No. committed all the cats. Uh, yeah, too. I, know. <laughs> I think that'll be the hardest thing convincing Briley to go will be to leave the cats behind. <laughs> no, in a year, if you've been feeding the cats, they're yeah, already they'll inside. They'll be in your That's true. They're inside. Yeah. They're coming along with us. Yeah. They're curled up on your pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there well, Brendan, thank you so much for being on the Terra Girls podcast. It was an honor to have you here. It was great to catch up. Brendan worked at Terra for... I don't know, five or six years. How long did you <laughs> yeah, approximately. <laughs> right about two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah, two years. I don't really have like a great sense of time with the employees. I just think they all yeah. have worked there forever. So we miss you yeah, on the we do. day-to-day at Terra Running. Um, and we're, we were excited to be able to catch up with you on this podcast. So mm-hmm. thanks for being here. Thanks, Alex. This is a lot of fun. Been mm-hmm. waiting for a while. <laughs> well, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls, inspiring people one runner at a time. The Terra Girls Podcast is brought to you by Terra Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Named one of the best running stores in the country, Terra Running Company offers top-notch customer service and all the best running and walking brands. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Carrying brands like Hoka, Brooks, On, and New Balance, we also have the best fit specialists to help you find the best shoe for you. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrarunning.com.